that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some votes. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo Power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand off. Getting buck, hit the chug, Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. It was all no love, I was dead broke. Now I'm getting head till they fucking. Welcome everybody to Jeff vs. The World Presents, a bully and a hipster sports talk podcast, episode number 10. Uh, and as always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, Shahid? Nothing much. Hope everyone's enjoying themselves on this cold front. I know Texas people got the Tims and hoodies out whenever it drops below 60 degrees. And right now, it is currently 27 degrees where I'm at. So, yeah. All right. That, that sounds normal for, New, for, for someone who lives in New York. That is... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm from, I'm from Philly. I'm I'm not. You know, it's been a while since I dealt with cold weather, but it's not like I don't know how to deal with cold weather. You put a jacket on and a hat and keep it moving. Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming that weather. Uh, it's 40 degrees right now here, but in the next hour, I believe they're saying it may be some snow. So yeah, yeah. But for us, it's just a one day thing because it'll be back in the 60s by the weekend, in the 70s by next week. So. Um, let's jump right into it Uh, I don't know where we should start I guess we should get Minnesota uh, my heart heart attack game out the way and then we can go from there Um, I know I I don't know where to start you know exactly where to start (laughs) listen I I was venting to Shahid and he was calling me a crybaby and I really was being a crybaby I absolutely was because what I saw in that game, and yes, I was just nitpicking. I was just being a, a spoiled fan. I knew what the game was going to be. It was going to be tough. It wasn't going to be easy. And they had a game plan. Their game plans was, we're not going to let um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott get off. We're going to we're gonna have uh, Dak Prescott beat us. And damn near, he almost did it. Because there's one thing about Minnesota and uh, Mike Zimmer. This mofo loves zone defense. He loves it. And if you have a good to great quarterback that can find those holes and, and receivers that can run their routes, oh, it's trouble. They got a lot of broken big plays on us. Uh, but I will say, Kirk Cousins played better than I thought he would play. I thought he would have some mistakes, which he really didn't. He played a solid game. And the MVP, I don't care what nobody say, uh, Dalvin Cook, he, you know, he – he, he pretty much put the team on his back. I thought the dark horse MVP was Kirk Cousins. He made sure that man respect. Then you see that pass he almost threw away. They ended up being a touchdown. They gave the credit to Kirk Cousins for how crafty he was. That pass to Rudolph. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah, I was talking to you. Yes, you were being a crowd. <laughs> I'm like, it's the second quarter. You forgot, like, the first two or three drives was three and out. They were up 14 nothing, And then Dallas made a little comeback. What was it because of a, was it a fumble that happened? Um, I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh huh. And got him back in the game. And you're like, oh, see what happens. We can't do that to Mari Cooper. That's Steve Frank. It's it's mid. It's mid. It's it's suspect. I'm like, relax. Y'all, if y'all play y'all, because push come to shove, your peaks are higher than Dallas's peaks. And if you guys play your game, y'all should beat them. And it was proven out. Yeah, it was proven, but I still felt, well, at the time, Look. I just saw, you know, all I'm thinking about, the wheels are falling off. You know, you had a 14-0 lead. Then, oh, you know, that it, it just got – I've never been a fan of Zimmer's zone defense. I mean, I get it. I know a lot of teams play it. it, it you know, it's a thing in the league. We very rarely play man. You, you know what I've learned about watching teams and defense? It's funny you talk about that. Unless your defense is a defense that gets a lot of second turnovers, mm-hmm. most fans are never fans of teams' defenses, no matter how good they are. Like, Eagle fans hate Jim Sports defenses, even though they've been consistently decent to good, no matter who's the talent there, because they employ a bend, but don't break. We don't, they don't care about yards. They care about points. And for the most part, they've been good to excellent. But it's maddening watching them, so they always want to fire Jim Schwartz. And now I hear you got little, you know, the zone. And I'm like, zone's there for a reason. And you can play zone against Dak Prescott. It makes more sense. Like, Dak Prescott's not going to beat you with zone. Dak Prescott will beat you with man with Amari Cooper. That's his thing. Because Amari Cooper's an excellent route runner who loves pushing off and never gets called for because he's subtle with it. And playing, <laughs> oh. playing, playing, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Trust me. I've. I'm an Eagles fan, so I've seen plenty of it, and I've heard plenty of the coverage. Stop Mark. I guess you can't when this when pass offensive pass interference doesn't exist, you know. So, yeah, the key to beating Dallas is you stop Ezekiel Elliott. You make them beat you with a Mark Cooper because a Mark Cooper can put up real big numbers, and it won't necessarily make a difference if you stop everything else. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm. I guess I'm just so used to. Seeing that defense for you know as long as Zimmer's been there, and it's just like, well, he's not going to change. Now he loved that he would he will blitz. That's one thing. And every time it seemed like we did blitz, we would get there, and somehow Dak will wiggle his way out of it. Or somehow. he's a big man. You see those? You see the, the memes and jokes when he's doing the, the little <laughs> hip workouts, and they're probably putting Latin music too. I'm like, yes, Twitter. Like as soon as Twitter sees that, give it like five minutes. I can't believe uh, Chris Collinsworth sat there and just talked about that for like what five minutes. And I'm just like, really? <sighs> okay. Chris Collinsworth used to be good. Yeah, he did. He used to be real good. I don't know what happened. I went. I know. I remember when I first started noticing it was the Super Bowl 2017 when the Eagles playing the Patriots, and it was like, oh, it was a catch. Like, mm, I don't know how all that. <laughs> you know, maybe it. Like, I don't know if you remember. That Zach Ertz catch. And there was one like, you know, did he break the plane? Did he have control? Yeah, yeah. And nobody was. I'm like, even if he lost, like, the ball never hit the ground. He hit the ground. The ball bounced off his body, and he caught it anyway. Why are we spending four minutes on this? And I never heard anyone notice that. He was like, oh, did he have control? Was it a catch? I'm like, yeah. He caught the either he had control when he crossed the goal line, or he had control by the time he landed and crossed the goal line. And Chris got like, mm, I don't know, how, mm, might be, could it be? And he started doing all that. And Eagles fans haven't, 
you know, I thought it was just Eagles fan, but I, was, I went on Twitter. It's like, I don't know what changed with Chris Cromwell. I don't know if it was like Tony Romo showed us how color commentators should be. But, yeah, it's just been, like, he's just obnoxious. Like, I don't know, you know, look at Dak out there. Poised the pocket. Mm, Amari, like, you know, might be a catch. Oh, that one's Stephon Diggs. Oh, I'm not sure it might be. It was a catch. Yeah. You know, I, might be. <laughs> I understand what he didn't see. Yeah, You know, when I think about it, I think it, it might be age. Because I, I remember, and I know he's not like an old, old man, but I remember when uh, John Madden started aging out. He just became a bunch of sounds. Boom, bah. Like, he was like, what is he yeah. doing right now? But John Madden ain't go senile. No. Like, yeah, Pat Summerall got to the point where it's like, you know, yeah, it's time for you to go where you didn't talk for two minutes. You forgot people's names. It's time to go. Colin Murphy isn't like that. Now it's just seen like, it's just different. Not as obnoxious as what I heard on Monday Night Football, but we'll get to that. But, um, no, I was watching the game. And of course, I was rooting for the Vikings because Cowboys lost benefits to Eagles. And I was like, and I know you're getting worried. So I'm like, Dak, you're going to be John. I'll come back. Relax. <laughs> it came down to another Hail Mary like it always does. I'm like, you know, I'm surprised he actually got it to the end zone. Right. Because <laughs> after you told me that, and I was like, I think it was like that's that when he had picked up the first down the first time, it was like 13 seconds or some seconds, and he like threw another short pass. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember he can't throw it that far. So he had to get a little more yards. But he got it down there. And yeah, you guys kind of put a lockdown on Zeke. And I think, that, I think that was the plan. Because the more and more I started looking at them and thinking about what happened in the game, it was like he, he just couldn't get off. They, they made That's sure. Hard. That's always been the plan of the Cowboys. The, the only difference between the Cowboys now and then is like Amari Cooper gives Dak a credible weapon. So it's not the end of the world if you stop Zeke. Like before you stop Zeke, they weren't doing squat. And now you stop Zeke, it's like they might do something. But like Dak's number is kind of average. Like the for like a good month and a half, but people haven't really noticed because they've they just remember the beginning. You know, and it's kind of like you see Amari Cooper put up big numbers. You see they win. And it's like, yeah, they're five and four, just like us. And they lost to the Jets. It's like they their losses have been bad losses. And they all um it's still something about the Cowboys. It's like they have a lot of talent. It's still like suspect. It's all like if you stop Ezekiel Elliott, you can stop that team. Dak Prescott's not beating you by himself. Not to say he's a bad quarterback, because he's he's a very good quarterback for the system they have. And he works that system well, and it's hard. You know, he gets a, gets out in space. He can make some damage. But they don't have any – they don't got enough weapons. Like, get Jason Witten out of there. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are we still doing this? Like, a little seven-yard out, eight-yard. I'm surprised when he can catch but I'm like, you know what this old man's going to do? He's been doing the same thing for, like, 14 years. He still catches seven-yard button-hook routes. And it's about, oh, you know, look at him, a professional. Like, give me a damn break. Get somebody that can run. Get somebody that can run like 15 yards down the field. I damn Triple H and tights. Um, I, I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I didn't even text you about this because I know you saw it. But uh, yeah, Jared Goff, uh, Mr. Shane. Well, I've I see the text. Boy, they just signed him to a big deal and they, they bench him for Blake Bortles. You know Yeah, they that's that's a that's a problem. 
I remember, you know, the first, maybe, no, the second or third uh, episode we did, and I got heat. Oh, I, yeah, I got heat for that. I got a message. Don't know what you're talking about. He's a good, good to great quarterback. Okay. Okay. And I ain't saying I told you so, but what I'm saying is the writing's yeah. on the wall. No, everybody's talking about, oh, did they figure out the offense? And they that. No. They were a certain team till Ty Gurley start having his issues, and they haven't been that same team since. What's the, and that's the question. What are the issues? Something. His he, he, I don't know if his low man. That knee is not – that knee is a thing, and they know it's a thing. And they – the fact is like, you know, we're not sure. We're going to do low management. It's like it's something up with him. And we all know, we all talk about it. Like, he can't be used like Ezekiel Elliott. He can't be used like Le'Veon Bell. He's the key makes everything else work. And for all that talk about people got caught up because CJ Anderson had a few good three weeks. It's like, oh, running backs are interchangeable, stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's not. This year has proven that. The Super Bowl proved that. Like, no. Decent running backs are interchangeable. Great ones are great ones. You can't replace great from good and I expect and expect everything to go the same. And that's what happened with them. And it's just, you know, the Patriots showed a certain thing. And it's like, yeah, Jared Goff is not good. He's not good. Like, he's a puppet. You know, Sean McVay playing him like Madden. And right now, this, you know, they went from having fiber internet speed to, to like, dial-up internet speed where everything is lagging. And it just looks, they just paid that man all that money. <laughs> oh, that they just did that this year, and he didn't get hurt. And you get benched by Blake Bortles to try to like what? We going with a, a different look, a different plan? You know what you had with Blake Bortles? If he was anything worth anything, Jacksonville wouldn't let him go. Blake Bortles, man. Okay, and I- that's the show. So I'm. It amazes me in America where being a professional quarterback is probably like being like part of a royalty. If you're a good professional quarterback in the NFL and we love football so much, we can't find more than 15. Sometimes only 10. Think about how many places play football. Think about how many high schools and colleges we have that has a quarterback. And we might get out of draft. What if we're lucky one, two a year, Well, like on a rare occasion, we might get three or four, sometimes none. And it's like the average ones, we just, you know, gas them up and we get we gas them, gas them because you couldn't tell nobody. uh You couldn't tell people that Mitchell Trubisky like, come on, yo, what are you doing? Like, he should not have been drafted that high. And every, it's showing we've talked about that. We know why. Oh, Jared yeah. Goff came, and it's like, you know, he came from an offense and da, 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 and he seems safe. And he has some flags, but they can be fixed. And Sean McVay's a genius. The Sean McVay looks smart now. They might mess around with the playoffs. Yeah. There's will be a Super Bowl contended team, and yeah, they're they're not making the playoffs. You know what's funny about that too? One other thing is that it only takes a combine to change everything. Not 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 the tape, not the Senior tape Bowl. that you may have. Senior Bowl, uh, the the season-long games they have in college, whatever it may be, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, senior bowl, he looked good. Oh, combat, he was throwing uh, uh, major league pass, but no, pro passes. He can do it all, but the tape shows understand. already he can do. 
I look, it's different to tape show me something, but then when I looked in his eyes, I saw the eyes of a man that came from a two parent household, and I knew he's a winner. <laughs> we need to cut this crap out. And this, that's just a story of, because it was, I was, the Eagles didn't play, they had a bye week, so I got to watch some games, and those one o'clock games or 12 o'clock games for our time was some trash. Ooh. And like, I didn't know if he was watching. That's why I texted you. I was like, this one o'clock games are gross. I was watching a red zone. I'm just going here. I'm just like, what is this going on? And then, and also one thing about, I want to say about the NFL is like, you never know. Because two teams that, no, oh, three teams that only won one game won. Because I know the Jets, um, the Dolphins won. And they beat the Jets. Um, no, no, the, uh, like, Jets beat the Giants. The Dolphins beat the no, yeah, Jets beat the Jets beat the Giants. The Dolphins beat the who did they beat? Colts. That's right. Yeah, the Colts because um, Jacob Brissett was out, and then the Falcons beat the Saints. That was the surprising one. Yeah, because Dan Quinn was about to get fired, and the Saints and the Saints was just steamrolling everybody. I was like Drew Brees is back, and that game wasn't even close. Yeah. They beat the they. Punched the Saints in the damn mouth. I'm like, and you know what it was? Alba Kamara. It's not himself still banged up. And I'm like, yeah, this whole anybody can run the ball crap. Let's nix that. That's not we how many times you have to see that? You saw what Kansas City went through. You saw what Pittsburgh went through. Like it's you see what the Rams are going through. You just can't put anybody back there on certain offenses. Like, take Christian McCaffrey off the Panthers. Mm-hmm. A team has two wins Barely. at most. Yeah. Barely. So and it's just and it's just a lot of mediocre and bad QB play. And peop and announcers just talking like, yo, look at the clutch he made. Yeah, it was an incomplete pass, but he threw it where no one could catch it. So at least it wasn't an interception. <laughs> that's great. That's the boy. Yeah, I remember Dan Marino used to do that all the time. Like, that's what we hyping up. These clowns, like I see Lamar Jackson do what he do. Ooh. I see Patrick Mahomes. I see people throwing like jump pass. I see Patrick Mahomes throw a damn jump pass. They goes for a touchdown. I see Deshaun Watson get kicked in the face. I see Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz do magic. And you try to sell me stuff on like Josh Allen because he he recovered his fumble. <laughs> Some garbage like that. Like no, it's too many great QBs to be gassing up these average ones. Let's cut that out. Well, it's definitely that definitely too many, and and Lamar Jackson deserves all the roses right now because boy, if he plays a bad team, he just makes you look even worse. Jeez, I man, he makes he makes he makes everybody look bad. It's kind of like they, and keep in mind they have the same offensive coordinator that worked with Colin Kaepernick and knew how to maximize him. John Harbaugh, smart. He yeah. probably called his brother like, "Look, we got this guy." How can we maximize them? We like, let me put you on the game. And they not this whole trying to make a square peg into a round hole, everything like that. And also the dirty secret is there's a lot of QBs that throw outside of pocket more than Lamar Jackson. If you don't think about that, because like they see Lamar Jackson, he black and he run. And it's like, oh, he's just a scrambler. Maybe that's why I've been receiving. He's just making people look bad and making and making execs look bad. And Bill Pullen come out talking about, yeah, I judge him because I use the old fashioned way of judging QBs as a mistake. I'm like, no, you just racist. 
Oh, of course you got it. Yeah, I did see all <laughs> yeah, that. That's, that's yeah, that's also the old-fashioned way of judging QBs because he wasn't big and white. And you, we need to... And we need to cut that out. Like, and we still gonna make this mistake because somebody's gonna not because Jalen Hurts is gonna drop a lot farther than he should because they're gonna get a big dopey white guy, and you know think that's the, and think that's the wave, and we're gonna make the same mistakes over and over again. Even though you should learn your lesson. No, I, I enjoy watching Lamar Jackson. Not just the fact that he you know proving a lot of people wrong. He's just fun. And he looks like he's fun. fun, and he's a perfect quarterback. A uh, uh, black QB in Baltimore. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like outside of Baltimore is basically Trump territory, but like Baltimore, Baltimore, like yeah, they gonna be behind. That's our boy. We are gonna wrap our hands around our, our young son. You ain't gonna talk about him. That's our that's our kid. Like he he's gonna own that city for like the next decade. I I knew I. I saw everything I needed to see when they um he came out and they ran the option with RG three in the back. <laughs> I was oh, like, the, the what? Package. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the, the hell? Went into the backfield. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. So they are having fun with this, and it's just a fun team to watch. Yeah, when you putting up forty something points midway through the third quarter, you can have fun like that. They beating break. That's the whole thing. They play a bad team. They're gonna beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because when they first started, I was like, "Oh, this this is gonna be some damn like number one college team going against a scrub team, and they're gonna beat them by sixty three to zero, boy." Because the Bengals are horrible, mm-hmm. and guess who they, they guess who they can't blame? Marvin Lewis. <laughs> yeah, Lewis had that job for all those years. You see why people Marvin Lewis had that job for so long, and people forgot how bad they were before Marvin Lewis came. Yeah, so I'm like, that team used to be. That they used to t- the Bengals are how people talked about the Browns. The Bengals used to be horrible for a long time. They were always bad. Marvin Lewis made them respectable, and and then he was there so long and he never won a playoff game. It's like oh, he's just holding the team back. And I'm like oh, it's worse people than Marvin Lewis. Like you forgot how bad it was. Like you was complaining going nine and seven and ten and six one division. Here you go, congratulations. You'll go one and fifteen. Back to back to the good old days how I used to be, yeah. and Andy Dalton sitting there and AJ Green. I, I want to stay. Why you want to stay in Cincinnati, AJ Green? Like, yeah, you, you sound crazy. You say, I, I mean, you, you can go to a winner. Because guess what? The moment they feel like he's a you know luxury, are they gonna resign him? Absolutely. Is he a free agent? Yeah, like, and if they do, it's like the moment they feel like you're a salary cap casualty, you are gonna get the boot. Mike Brown, a cheapskate. <laughs> you always been you always been cheap. So yeah, watching games gave me perspective. It was like it's a lot of bad teams. Even the good teams can struggle on any given week. And also that last night game. If I hear one more person say that game was a classic, I'm gonna throw up. It wasn't a classic, it was just close. <laughs> it was wait, just close because teams would make a mistake. That game was not no damn instant wait, classic. Wait, is that how we doing instant classics now? Yeah, it was it was it was a fun game. Game of the year. I'm like, no. You remember when Kansas City played the Rams? Yeah, that and that was like what 55, 52. Now that was fun. Yeah, that was a classic game. This game was just a rock fight. Like San Francisco 
had so many chances to put them away and kept messing up. And part of it was because of the injury, because George Kittle was out and that made a difference. And part of it was because Jimmy Garoppolo is a freebooter. He is trash. Uh oh. <laughs> I think somebody got exposed. <laughs> Everybody knew that team. You kept asking me, do we trust San Francisco? I'm like, no. And it had enough. Like the defense is great, the running game is great. They're being held back by the quarterback. They know they're being held back by the quarterback. And just watch them like, this is just, and they blame Booker for, oh, that's a catch you should make in the National Football League. I know the pass was high. Like, no, the pass was high. That's a throw you should make in the National Football League. You got to jump two, three, two feet off the air to catch a pass, and you still miss it because it's too high. That's a bad pass. He getting blamed. Like, that's interceptions on I'm watching that game. I'm like, boy, if they had a, if Colin Kaepernick was still there. This team would be a Super Bowl. That's the irony of that. Yeah. He got Jimmy G got paid for having a month that was like an average Colin Kaepernick month. They threw all the money at him. Then he got his. Then he blew out his knee, and now he's just been. He's mediocre. And everybody trying to tell me, and everyone's trying to tell me differently. That's the problem. Like he's bad. Y'all trying to tell me, oh no, he's good. He's clutch. Why is he clutch? See. I- Last night, man. Last last night was pretty much the game I've watched all of. You know, pretty much the majority of Sam. You know, of him. And I'm just like, I don't see it. Like, watched them, huh? I I watched a few games. I was just curious. Yeah, I was like, oh, Sam. I'm like, yeah, he's not the reason they're winning <laughs> at all. Like, you know, now, like, it's he's just there. I don't know if it's the knee injury. I don't know if it's him. It's not like he's a young. It's not like he's a young man anymore. Like he's what 27, 28. So yeah, it's just he's just a guy. And if he had played a better game, they should have easily beat Seattle. And all due respect to Russell Wilson. Thank he's you for saying that. MVP. Thank you. Thank he's you a front MVP. But this whole oh Russell Wilson show how clutch he was. Why? Because they missed. Because San Fran missed the field goal. Russell Wilson, well, he said Sierra, he told Sierra to like dance in front of the kicker. Like, what does that have to do with Russell Wilson being clutch? How did San Francisco get the chance to get the field goal in the first place? Because Russell Wilson drove down the field and threw that ugly ass interception, and we forgot all about that. And San Francisco should have won the game to the kicker miss. And then I got the hair booking. For, oh, he the moment was too big for him. What? Like, he kicked them into overtime. How was that moment fine, but this one was too big? He just missed. Yeah. Just bad. Like, this whole, because, and kickers miss sometimes. Adam Vinatieri has been missing a lot, and he's won Super Bowls. Are, are we saying the moment's too big for him, or are we saying he's just bad now? This, I, I thought we were, I, that's why I hate narrative, this old, same old stereotype. You know, he, he's young, he can't handle the pressure. Like, no, something, he just missed. It happens. And I got to hear Booker McFarlane over and over again. He said like three or four. And I'll just roll my eyes about how clutch Russell Wilson is and all this because he's getting phantom. Like he made some very good passes and he was scrambling his ass off. And he needed to because his line was not helping at all. Boy, at all. Like third down, it was a jailbreak a couple times. And yeah, I, I laugh when you tell my old. The black and brown fans cheer Nick Bosa. They cheer whoever. Oh, man. He got, got that sack or he helped out on that sack. And I'm just looking at all these black and browns just 
hooping and hollering. I was like, it's funny with a jersey. It's funny with a jersey, dude, because I was just looked at him and just like, yuck. Get him off the field. Get out. Get off my TV. He helped us win. <laughs> yeah, I get- he, didn't, he didn't mean it. That's all it takes. That's it. Oh, so man. no. Yeah, San Francisco was. They should have won that game. They didn't win that game. Seattle showed great, you know, winning on the road. And that was a loud crowd, too. Winning on the road was a cluster. I told you about Seattle, though, that they were secretly frauds. I told you. And he was like, you know. Yeah, they, I can see what you're saying. Because they, they look at the record, and they think it's the same team with, like, a great defense. And Russell Wilson is doing enough. Like, no, that team's being carried by Russell Wilson. That defense is average at best. The Legion of Boom is no longer there. It's Bob is, you know, the pass rush. Like the Javian Clowney gets a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and barely gets sacks. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, he'll he'll get close and he'll do enough to disrupt the team, but they're not getting a lot of sacks. Like that Seattle defense is not the same defense. And that Seattle team's not the same team. And that's why I wasn't worried about Seattle like that. But people Seattle's like a boogeyman because of stuff they did th- three or four years ago. And like cause Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. I'm like, yeah, he's the MVP because he has to be. Because if he's not, that team is below average. Mm. Yeah, that interception he threw was uh, ugly. Well, and no one see, no one said the moment was too big for him though. I, you know, I know. Oh, yeah, I, I know yeah, what he I, saw. I know what he thought he saw. But I'm just like the linebacker was like right there. It wasn't like he crept up or anything. He just like he, he just as soon as he let it go, he was like, uh oh, hubris. Great quarterbacks have hubris. They feel like they can make any pass. Like great quarterbacks have hubris, hubris, and real bad ones have hubris. The ones that don't know any, it's like the ones that don't know any better. I just do that. I see some interceptions like is he colorblind? Are you talking about like uh, uh somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick just throwing the ball no matter what? You know he went to you know he went to Harvard though, right? So he's oh. I guess he, I guess he's you know banking on probability like you know it's a fifty percent chance it didn't work last time it may work this time <laughs> like yeah. Fitz magic. It's a it's a reason he's been on all those teams. Yeah, it's a reason. It's a reason why it's, I need a, to... it's a it's a shelf life. That's why <laughs> it need to stop. Um, well, I guess moving on into uh, next week's games, uh, we will be playing Denver, which we yes we should beat Denver. We absolutely beat should beat Denver. But no, it is. Denver, it Denver's is. a Denver's a failed regime. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. They need a damn coup and a new government. John Elway's been living off past height for way too long, and I feel sorry for Von Miller. Right, Hall of Fame career just getting wasted away, going four and twelve and five and eleven for the rest of his life because there's no pathway for them being good anytime soon. Uh, no, not at all. And I got a friend of mine that he's just like, you know, I'm a Denver fan. He used to always watch their games. He said, I ain't watched that one game this season because I already know. <laughs> watch. It's like you think Joe Flacco is going to be the stopgap to whatever rookie you have and that they don't know how to draft QBs and Joe Flacco's washed and now he out there mouthing off before you got hurt. <laughs> so we playing too cowardly. We don't play to win. It's like, yeah, because of you. They don't trust you. That's the that's the problem, and they shouldn't. So, that's somebody like he got hot the right month. Boy, did he! And just and he got paid, and people just still think like you know, like he wasn't a great quarterback. 
He was never great. He was great for one month. And if Raheem Moore doesn't drop that, if Raheem Moore just plays better coverage, we aren't talking about Joe Flacco anymore. Because they lose, because Denver goes to Super Bowl. They probably won that Super Bowl, more than likely. And Peyton Manning has three rings instead of two. Yeah. Um, who y'all got this week? Patriots? Oh, we got the Patriots in Philly. And it's a perfect thing. They get to play the Rocky music. No one believes in the Eagles, the Patriots, blah, blah, blah. The show Super Bowl highlights and stuff. And it's funny where we've actually played the Patriots well the past few years when we played them. Like the last time we played in the regular season, it was the same thing. We had a losing record. It was in New England. And no one and we came, we had like a 20-point lead. We held on for the win because it was like a block. Feel it was like a block punt for a touchdown and then a punt return for it. It was like Chip Kelly's last year, and it's one of those no one believes in us. And we beat them in New England. And I'm not like, I don't sweat the Patriots, the Patriots are the Patriots. It's not the same, it's not the same Patriots team. And I've always told you, Eagles struggle against teams that can move the ball down the field quickly. The Patriots are not that team at all. They are like methodical stuff like that. So if they think they're going to just dink and dunk us with James White all day long, good luck. You go right ahead with old ass Tom Brady. You see how that go. And as far as the Patriots defense, they can have the best secondary in the league. Eagles can't throw the ball down the field worth a damn anyway. So good for them. <laughs> the Eagles are going to try to the Eagles are going to try to run down their throat like Baltimore did. That's going to be the plan. Yeah, then that probably the best plan. Why not? And they'll in the whole thing is like no one expects the Eagles to win, so it's no pressure, so it's perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those games should be, both games should be pretty good. Well, our game shouldn't be good, but y'all game should be good. I think y'all got to do the four o'clock game. Mm-hmm. And then we play Seattle Sunday night. Oof, your schedule's y'all schedule gets tough, doesn't it? No, that's the last hard game we got. That's it. Oh, it's after Cowboys that, after that. Cowboy schedule like, for us. After that, yeah, Cowboys schedule. That people brought that up. Like, yeah, you know, the teams are tied. The Cowboys have a rough because after those two games, we got Miami. We still got the Giants twice, the Redskins, and the Cowboys. Ooh. So yeah, so it's a so it's a funny thing where the Eagles can lose the next two games and still win the division. They just went out, so they not even. It's, I'm not even really sweating the New England game. They win, that's great, but it's like they don't. The schedule behooves it. That's why I wasn't sweating the season too much because, like, the first half of the schedule was a lot harder than the second half. And it's a and it's a universe where they win five, six, six in a row, and they don't have to necessarily play great because they're playing a bunch of bad teams. And that week 16 game against the Cowboys, maybe for the division, and it's in Philadelphia. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the NFL talk for this week. Uh, we're gonna transition into the NBA, and I come to the realization of something. So I had to update my Fire Stick. So I caught uh, two Minnesota games. I'm trying to think which teams they were, because I didn't watch a but a little bit. I didn't watch the whole games. But what I have noticed is this: Carl Anthony Towns loves three pointers, and it's aggravating now. Now it's starting to bother me to a point that it's like, I get it. You can shoot him. And if he's wide open, go ahead, mm-hmm. you know, shoot your shot, you know. But it seems like he's not fond to playing low. He ain't trying to bang. 
Man, y'all need to get out this 1996 stuff. You sound like a Sixer fan. No, I'm not. Come on, let hear me out. I'm not yeah, going to paint. You got to bang down low. That's just tiring. That's why I'm, I know, I, and I understand that. But what I'm saying is he he rests on a, the the three pointer now. Like they do that little pick and pop. Okay, he's gonna shoot the three. Pick and pop. Okay, he's gonna shoot a three. Pick and pop. He's gonna shoot a long two. You'll thank you'll thank them later when he's still 34 and still playing. Because keep in mind he played under Tom Thibodeau, so he aged in dog years for a few years anyway. And I'm it's funny that you brought that up because I've noticed that, and it's like that's that's just a, actually a good thing. But fans just you need to bang down low, get them easy points. Banging down low, easy points are do not go hand in hand. It is close to shots. It ain't easy. It's tough. It's tough on the it's tough on the body. You remember people was pointing out this whole thing about they missed the good old days and they seen people get punched in the face. Stop. Like I that. sent you the video and I was just like looking at that like and, I, the first time it, and that's not the first time I've seen that video and I remember watching that. And you know what people don't talk about? They ignore the fact that yeah, by the time they were like 33, 34, they were washed or retired. Like Isaiah Thomas was an all star thirty one and retired by thirty two. There's a lot of players, like, you hit 32, 33, you were done. Like, either you were retired or you was, like, basically out the league for a lot of people. Jordan was the exception. He was not the rule. Most of those people aged exponentially quickly back then. So now I'm talking about we don't do low management. Y'all play soft. Y'all shoot too many threes. It's like, one, they travel more. This uh, People ignore the fact that they travel more than they did back then. The pace is way quicker than they did back then, and they're playing longer. So, yeah, I'm like, maybe they want to be 35, 36 still playing instead of being like you. Well, that's so, that, that's great, but what I'm saying is, okay, I ain't saying being down there like fucking Dennis Rodman and, just, you know, not that, but what I'm saying is when you got it, when you can either take a three or take an easy, what, 14, 15-foot shot. Take the 14, 15-shot. You got a better no, chance of making it. three. Three, three points. Now, you know why? And you know what that pissed me off? Because the uh, <laughs> the two games that I watched were the two games they lost. And that's what he was doing when I was watching. I'm like, shit. You went there. That, I mean, it wasn't, he, he wasn't hitting them. The shots were not falling. I'm sure Rocket fans will feel your pain because they get mad. But like, you know, if it ain't working, do something else. And that's, and yeah, if it's not working, switch it up. It's a reason teams take more threes than twos because, like, taking a three pointer. Compared to like a far away two pointer, it just seems it's smarter because like three points is more than two points, and the math actually works out as long as you're hitting the shots. Carl Towns is hitting the shots. Oh, last you know, night he was against Detroit. He I mean, definitely was. Yeah, so it's like you know him chaining this game helps because it spaces out things and gives more space for cutters in the middle. And he's not the problem. It's your boy that's good once a week, Andrew Wiggins. So oh, look at him. He had a he had a high. I saw he, that shootout against Golden State. Him with D'Angelo Russell. Did you see last night? He had 33. He was the uh, he was the top scorer last night. Oh, there he goes. You yeah, he, maybe he, he gets you one he about to earn that, He about to earn that money. Psych. Nah, that was it. For, that was it for this week. Don't I'm not expecting yeah. nothing else. Man, I don't want you to become one of those back in the day. Like, you get it? I hear nothing. Look, I'm a Sixers fan, and the hilarious thing is. I used to hear that all the time. People say MB need to be more in the paint, and they hate when he shoot threes, even though it's like y'all know he has to rest in low matches. The thing with him, and with him banging in the paint in December to prove a damn point, 
Like, for what? It doesn't make a difference. And it's also hilarious because, like, the Sixers post up more than everybody else in the league by far. They post up with everybody because they're just bigger than everybody. And now they had their road trip. They lost three in a row. They were all close games. And people, oh, you got fire Brett Brown, Trey Ben Simmons. I'm like, y'all don't relax. They lost a Denver game on a last second shot by Jokic and a foul that should have been called on Jokic and was called on B. And this isn't just me saying it. The ref said it like, you know, NBA does the end of game reports. Like, oh, after per review, the offensive call on B should have been a defensive foul on Jokic. Sorry. I'm like, that changed the game. If there's a foul on Jokic and B shoots free throws, Sixers win. It gets called on B, Sixers lose. Like that's that's a that's a big ass difference. So I'm not, and then you know they they beat Charlotte because they always beat Charlotte and they got an easy schedule you know this week because they play Cleveland, Orlando. I think they even playing Cleveland twice. So I'm people worried about certain things with the Sixers. The whole there's Ben Simmons shoots enough threes and da da da. I'm like they're they're fine. Milwaukee Milwaukee's losing again. They shouldn't lose. Like it's early in the season. Relax. No one's worried about the Clippers when they were getting blown out. It wasn't this whole, it's Doc Rivers exposed, but Philly fans cannot, they can't handle success. And as soon as a moment of failure comes in, no matter what circumstances, like, oh, you know, maybe Brett Brown ain't the person to do it. <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, I can understand what you're saying, but I, I'm still just, I don't want him to be like, playing down i just like i get why he's taking the threes i do but it just it, it was against denver now that i'm thinking about it, it was against denver it's like his shots hey. were not falling i'm like I mean, you want him banging against Doughboy Jokic? not really but i mean it's just the three wasn't falling it was like stop like your shot is not Look, there okay here's the thing you know that quote that people use with Einstein about insanity, that quote that I can't stand because it's false. <laughs> and like, you know, insanity's doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I'm like, if that was the case, no one ever, people would stop shooting jumpers when they went 0 for 4. Okay. No. That's that's not that's not what insanity is. And insanity is not that. You do the same thing over and over, expect different results. It's kind of like when you work out. You also get different results. You do the same thing over and over again because it gets easier. So the results are different. When you do repetition and practice, the results get different because you get better at it. <laughs> like what is like I've I've always hated that quote because that quote is nonsense. And Einstein is not a psychologist, a psychiatrist. He was smart in like you start in different things. Being smart in one thing don't make you smart in everything. I thought we learned our lesson with Ben Carson when it came to that. You know but, why that saying saying irritates you because everybody started using it in weird weird moments. <laughs> they've always, but they've been using it for as long as I remember. And I and I actually caught when I used to use it when I was younger. I was I got older. I'm like, this is stupid. So no, and it applies to basketball. It's a re- like you know, if Kobe go one for eight, he ain't gonna stop shooting jumpers. Oh, absolutely not. No, he's gonna shoot himself out of it. It's like, oh well, you know. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna try something like hell no. I'm gonna keep trying. So if it, when it drops, it drops. And for whatever reason, right or wrongly, that's the sports mindset. And sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a stubborn bad thing. Relax with Carl Towns when he's he'll age better. He'll because I want you to do yourself a favor when you get a chance. Go like Basketball Reference and look at like players and see the ages 
and see like old ones and see when they start like Iverson was like 33 and when he started his downturn um McGrady was like washed up like 28 <laughs> the damn shame like some of these I guess when I up until now like these players were hitting like 30 and 30 like Marbury was basically in China but like in his 30s Steve Francis was like done by his mid to late 20s like he's like dog years Steve Francis, I was like, yo, I remember I said, what happened to him? And it was just like, he just went away. It was, he was just yeah, gone. Drugs. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, like, oh. it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of players when I was like, you people like Trey go, oh, he played like, he was good to like 34, 35. No, he's good to like 27, 28. And then his knees and age just like that. I got some breaking like, news for you. What's that? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released uh, Vernon Hargraves. First round draft pick. Yeah. Draft the draft is a crapshoot. As people tend to forget and they always point out, oh, they tell me, oh, such and such to go all them busts and stuff. And I'm like, everyone has bad picks. The Patriots have plenty of bad picks and people don't notice it. You know, people get on the sick on the Eagles, some oh hi Roseman, and you don't do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay. I'll I'll keep that in mind next time I watch Carson Wentz. Yeah. Didn't expect yeah, that. Like, yeah, like that, you know, trading all those draft picks had an effect, but that draft pick worked. Because ask Cleveland and the Rams if they didn't want to do it all over again. See if they happy. Because Cleveland's like, oh, Carson Wentz ain't no franchise QB. We'll get one next year. And they got Baker Mayfield. And the Rams are like, Jared Goff's our man. How's that working for those teams? Uh, yeah, we always talk <laughs> about the Bears and Mitch Trubisky. We, the Rams and Browns get let off the hook. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think it's working too well in Cleveland at all right now. You think it's working better in L.A.? Well, you already know it's not working better in L.A. Yeah, all right, it's like one of them is doing bad. One of them got benched by, for Blake Bortles after signing a, a new deal. So, yeah, it's like you get it. Like most of the picks you're gonna make are bad, but if it's the ones that hit that matter, like you know the Eagles got Andre Dillard, he's gonna probably be their tackle for the next decade. They wouldn't be able to get him if they traded their first round pick for Amari Cooper, which well, the Eagles let the Cowboys get Amari Cooper. I'm like, no. It's a good trade for the Cowboys now. The Cowboys got crucified for making that trade when it happened. Cause they thought Amari Cooper was overrated and it was like, this is a first round pick. You do that for a bus. It's like, it's not just a pick. Yeah, I would like Jadamian Clowney. But it's not just trading for him, it's trading for him and paying him. Mm-hmm. It's like, and Trust me, if they did that trade and he only had two sacks on the Eagles, you know how much grief Howie Roseman would get. Oh, he's he's a he's a state to call him every type of sucker like they did when he traded for Golden Tate. Yes, I would have loved to, you know, I would have loved to trade for Jalen Ramsey. The Rams are going to regret that because it's not just trading for them; it's trading for them and paying them. And Josh Gordon had what two catches I last night. Yeah, on third down. Yeah, third down. There's all the Eagles to the guy. I'm like, y'all still think it's the same guy from twenty from like five years ago? Is this? It is not. Like, no. Like, calm, calm down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the whole Vernon Hargrave. This be interesting. Who, where, where he may fall now? Who's gonna go get him? Uh, somebody. I guess we'll close it out on talking about the, (laughs) the management of players. Because that became a thing 
uh, throughout the uh, since last this week, well, today and last week, uh, Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. didn't play because you know they, I guess they making sure that knee is okay and he's gonna you know be okay mm-hmm. later in the playoffs. And it became a thing of players coming out, I guess, being axed or just deciding to say, you know, man, I don't have, I don't need low if I'm not hurt. If I'm not hurt, I'm playing. And it became a big thing. It became a big thing on social media. Uh, what, what's your I wish your feelings on all this player management? I, I, think old, know. I think old people always swear they were the toughest generation, <laughs> and they always like they. Stu- and I heard James Harden all you ain't gonna see me take time off, and they're like, yeah, you take time off at defense. So shut up. <laughs> and like maybe you should take low management so you stop getting tired in the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard was dragging his leg around the playoffs last year. In case people tend to forget that. Like, you know, he was not healthy and he won anyway. And the only reason he survived was like was taking time off during the season. He's clearly has leg issues. He's not just taking time off just to take time off. And he clearly once and he said himself like it's not just about playing it's about life after basketball i want to be able to be walking fine and walking around when i'm in my mid to late 30s as he should be what's like this whole old team play 82 game players play 82 games back in the day all the time play a lot i'm like yeah it has a consequence like everybody ain't lebron james because all the other players who did it they like Allen Iverson used to play forty something minutes and play every game possible every year, and he was like a machine. And then one day he wasn't. He just he got because when he got old he got old fast. Like he went from all NBA to I gotta go play overseas. Yeah. And I always laugh. It's kind of like load management works. We know it works. We know why they're doing it. They already talked about having like travel issues. They already talked about like insomnia is a real big deal. Like people aren't getting enough sleep and that that ages you super quickly. And it's these old heads like, oh, why can't they do what I do? I'm like, yeah, you just puffing Newport. You was barely running up and down the damn court. Everybody like, stopped, everybody's not fucking Dennis Rodman. Can party, yeah. smoke, drink, and, and come oh, out yeah. there like nothing. Yeah. What they was you watch a basketball game from like the 80s and 90s, it looked like a whole different sport. Just like comparing, like, you know, what, <laughs> like, Greg the Hammer Valentine does to Roderick Strong. Like, yes, they wrestle. That's all they have in common. They two completely different things. Basketball looks no way like it looked even 15 years ago. Like, it's different. Rest. No, this, 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 I can't believe you just resting so early. What is it with America? Like, we always talk about benefits, but we never, we shame people who use them. How dare he use a sick day? You know, the same. So when I was sick, I used sick days because guess what? That's what I got them for. There's a lot of Americans who don't have sick days. They wish they could take a day off of being sick. And there's plenty of them that talk about all this, um, you got to be all tough stuff. The moment they bang their fingernail against something, they taking leave time. See? So I don't pay I don't pay no mind to that whole, yeah, he resting too much. I'm a Sixer fan. Joel and B takes time off the rest. Al Horford's going to take time off the rest. And Sixers fans don't care. We don't care about now. We care about the playoffs. Because guess what? Last year, they tried to play him too much to try to prove some point that he can play in management and it bit him in the ass come playoff time. And that's the reason why they lost to Toronto, because he was sick. And that's the only reason they lost to Toronto. And people, to this day, I will speculate that if he wasn't sick and they had decent backup center, they'd have won the goddamn championship. Let, let me and they you. realized that, and that's why they got Al Horford, and that's why, like, you know what? You're going to rest. 
you playing no more than like 30, 31 minutes because we worry about May and June when it counts. This quick story about this resting thing and, and sick because you brought up sick time and I'm just and it just shows you how people are and what people think and how how things can happen. So I used to work with this guy. Um, he used to always like it was almost this bragging thing. I, I you know I don't take sick time. You know I'm here. I'm at work. Blah blah blah. Uh, you know you need to. Be, everybody should be working. We used to always have this argument. I used to say, hey, they give you sick time. You earned your sick time. So why aren't you using? it? I'm a company man. Ba, ba, ba. Okay, okay, company man. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, you know, it was just it just started because there was no winning, so I just stopped having the conversation with him. Because if anybody ever like called out and said they were sick, he would like talk about it like half the day. Okay, whatever, man. So he got sick. Now, he got sick to the point he couldn't come to work. So you know, he was out. I think I want to say he caught pneumonia, but mm-hmm. he uh, once his time ran out. He didn't have any more time left, but he still couldn't come to work. So they got rid of mm-hmm. him. They got oh, rid of him. Why would be the company man? This is exactly. one side. Exactly. Huh? And I remember the lad, I saw him like, it had to be like months and months after when he had, you know, got a new job or whatever and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, I didn't bring it up. And he just said, you know something? We used to always have that argument, but he said, I see what you were saying. I said, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta learn for yourself, experience, mm-hmm. and see. Company man, they don't care. <laughs> so you know, Isaiah, and you know why it's funny you bring that up. Look what happened to Isaiah Thomas in the Celtics. Oh, he sister died. He had a hip injury. He gutted it out for the team. Played, played when he shouldn't have played. They traded him to Cleveland because, like, oh, because Kyrie Irving. I know you, you gave your body for us. And you put your mind on hold for us, but business is business, and this is where and this is where you go. And Isaiah Thomas ain't been the same since. Nope. He's about to he's about to make all the damn money, and now he's playing on minimum deals, trying to prove himself, trying to finally get healthy. And it's like, yeah, these teams do not love you. So cut that whole thing out. These fans don't love you. Like this whole <laughs> thing. Don't, trust me, fans root for teams. They do, some 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 fans root for players. Most root for teams. Trust me. If all this talk about how the Sixers love Ben Simmons, if somebody was like, you know what, we'll trade Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard, they do it in a heartbeat. No offense to Ben Simmons, like, oh, we're going to win a championship. Sorry, Ben, you should learn how to shoot a jumper. Why are you going to be lower to that? Yeah. They'll trade you to Mars if, for, like, for like cap space. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you know, it's like it's for the good of the team. I just want to win a championship. I don't care who does it. That's why people trade Nick Bosa. It don't matter who's on there. They will root for you. And they, so I'm like, so if I'm a player, I'm always pro player. Do whatever make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> if it's money, if it's great. If it's you just want to be the man somewhere else, that's great. Kyrie Irving, he's a weirdo. He's a knucklehead. Let him do what he do. Yeah. You know what you're dealing with, with him. Like anybody that talk, anybody that went to Duke University still think the earth is flat and we just need to think about some more. You know exactly what you're working with. Yeah, he went to Duke, but he didn't go to Duke. <laughs> now, I'm telling they you, had to, Coach K would have. Coach K had to tell him something because I'm. That's like, yeah, higher education, huh? And that's that's a conversation for another day. Like, it's a whole lot of hotep thinkery going on. I thought died, and they still do that. But I'm like, I guess the reason why people think cauliflower, eating cauliflower gives you AIDS. So. What? That's why when, when you drop out of school after the seventh grade. Oh, we'll talk about that off air. I've never heard that before. So, <laughs> yeah, no, if you if you don't learn from school, you learn from somewhere, and 
too top too many times people get street knowledge and it's like yeah we want to learn about cook you know cutting crack learn that from the streets biology you should not be learning at a damn barbershop <laughs> on that note we will be closing our episode 10 we'll be back next week and you know we'll be talking about sports as always uh if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me at jeff versus the world on twitter and facebook any questions or comments you can leave at jeff versus the world at yahoo.com uh shaheed uh would you like to give me your information man all right you know where i'm at i'm doing this every week you can find me at philly drugs on both instagram and twitter that's philly underscore drugs and we are out peace